0: back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. I'm Jonathan, your host. And here at Redbeard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors. On Wednesdays like today, uh, I have just some thoughts. Today's going to be a QA episode. I've had some awesome questions that we fielded either on Instagram or through the Redbeard's Fit Crew, uh, which, by the way, if you're not a member of Redbeard's Fit Crew, go check it out. The link's in my bio on Instagram. But also uh, for Facebook, just check out Redbeard's Fit Crew. Um, Answer a couple questions just so that I can make sure that you guys aren't bots or spam, and uh, and I'd love to have you in. Uh, basically, over there at Redbeard's Fit Crew, we talk about the things I talk about here on the podcast, except you get different points of view from some of my friends, people that I've met over the years, or just other members of the crew uh, that are experiencing life just like we all are, right? So uh, go join up over there at Redbeard's Fit Crew. On Saturdays, I have uh, guests on the podcast. Um, I've had some amazing guests that we've already recorded with, and then we've got some even more interesting people coming on in the future as well. So it's every conversation is amazing. I absolutely love it, and I'm happy to share that with you guys. Um, just a couple of the partners of the show, people that are either well partners, sponsors, or just great companies that I love to work with, uh, first and foremost, first and foremost, of course, is First Form and First Form Outdoors. Uh, first Form is just an amazing supplement company that uh, they, sports nutrition and supplement company that they just love to take care of people. U.S. made, manufactured products, and uh, that's what I recommend. If you're going to take supplements at all, um, go to First Form. Use the link down in the description below, and uh, I'd love to, to have you guys over there. Um, If you take a multivitamin, fish oil, protein, whatever it may be, pre-workout, I don't recommend that for everyone because some people can't handle the the caffeine intake, but uh, definitely go check out First Form. Use the link down below and get some free shipping. Another great company that I work with is, and I don't have a discount code for you guys, so sorry about that, uh, but Kafaru, Go pick up a pack. They carry weight like no other backpack that I've had before. Uh, Definitely go check out Kafaru. And that's at kafaro.net. Again, links down below. And uh, any other amazing companies that I work with, guys, I'm not going to list them all out for you right here, but all the companies down below that I recommend, go check them out uh, and and you'll save some money with the discounts down below. So getting into the questions that I've got for today, I've fielded some great questions. I probably won't be able to get through all of them because I tend to keep the podcast on Wednesdays to about 15 minutes. And uh, this is the first time I'm doing a little bit of a live on Instagram here. I'll be doing more lives over at Redbeard's Fit Crew um, in the future, so you can get a kind of a behind-the-scenes look of the podcast. But you guys will get to an answer or hear the answers to a couple questions here on Instagram Live. Um, first and foremost, the question that I got, and this was from the last time I did a, a Q&A post on Instagram, any archery elk hunting tips? So it may not seem like it because I post about archery a lot, but I am not an expert in this case. Um, I would refer you over to many other people that I watch that I have learned from. And uh, this first year, this last year that I was actually uh, had a tag in my pocket, um, people that I I learned from and and implemented the things that I learned uh, from their camps or their videos or their courses online, Um, the main one would be elk shape. And the reason why I would say elk shape would be the main one. So Dan is just a down to earth guy, amazing individual. You can find him on pretty much all the social media platforms, but he's no BS guy. Yes. He has some sponsors, but he doesn't force you or ask you to go buy the stuff that he promotes. Uh, he just lets you know. That's what he thinks is the best because that's what he's tested and, and tried and true for him. So I would recommend elk shape first and foremost. Um, and then from there, also, he kind of branches out and tells you some people that he's learned from. And he's been elk hunting for decades. So, archery elk hunting tips. From me personally, my experience would be to be humble, be ready to fail. Because um, last year, I didn't fill a tag. I missed one completely. And uh, that was sad, obviously. Not something that I wanted to to deal with. But uh, that's another question that I'm going to go over here in the Q&A episode. But I missed, um, and the year before that, I didn't have an archery elk tag. So I'm fairly new. So I'm definitely not the pro to ask. But I'd say shoot your bow year-round. Make sure you're dialed. Make sure you know your equipment. And also keep yourself in shape. Whatever that looks like for you, wherever you're looking to go hunt, make sure you are capable of getting up those mountains, down draws. If you're going through steep country, being able to side hill, having the right equipment for that. Um, so that you're not tearing your body up and pushing your body beyond its limits because you didn't prep all year. Right. So those are some things that I would recommend as far as, uh, archery elk hunting tips, stay in shape year round. Uh, don't have a quote unquote off season, um, shoot your bow year round, whether that's a couple times a week for me, it's at least one arrow a day. Um, check your equipment, know how to work on your equipment and, uh, And just make sure you're dialed year-round so that when that moment does come, because it's going to come where you're shaking like a leaf, even if you have prepped year-round, you'll be ready. And and that's the key. So as far as those tips are concerned, there you go. Go learn from some pros and uh, just stay ready year-round. Okay, let's see. Next question. What has me hooked on archery? So what has me hooked on archery? Hmm there's too many things. So a buddy of mine, Brent, um, you've probably heard me mention him quite a few times, but Brent is an awesome dude, uh, who got me into Western hunting. I was actually on the verge of, and I'll say this over and over again, on the verge of moving back to North Carolina. And that's my home state, all my family's out there. And, uh, I was on the verge of moving back. And then Brent, who lives in our neighborhood, uh, for some happenstance, whatever, we figured out that he loves to get outside and hunt. And I was like, hey, I'll go along with a couple of hunts because he, he invited me. And uh, he knew I was I was capable of keeping up with him in the mountains. I was showing some interest in hunting. And so, um. anyway, long story short, we've become best friends. And he, for the last couple of years, has been saying, man, you would love archery hunting. Uh, you would love the fitness aspect. You would love the difficulty of it. Uh, You're okay with failure because you learn from it. You don't beat yourself up over it. Um, Archery is is the way to go. Little did he know how true that statement was, uh, but I have gone all in on archery, if you can't tell. I still love my rifles. I still love my guns, but archery is just amazing. Um, So as of right now, uh, that would be, for me, the biggest thing for archery, it's all of it. I mean, I don't really have anything specific that's got me hooked on archery per se, other than all of it. <laughs> the community, I love the tinkering aspect of it. Uh, always messing with different arrow setups, just uh, delving into rabbit holes of, do I go heavier or lighter, um, fixed or mechanical, and figuring it out for my own. I, I love that. The physical aspect of it, of having to get closer to the animal, learn the animals. I personally am an animal lover as well, Not not to the extreme of Obviously, don't ever kill an animal, don't eat animals, I love my meat, but as far as uh, animals are concerned, I love the idea of getting in close, studying them, figuring out their habits, and making the most clean and ethical shot, which again, requires tinkering and practice and repetition, Uh, you know, always getting those reps in the red zone when you can, etc. So, all of that combined, and that's a long answer to a short question, but All of it has me hooked on archery, not to mention the community. The community behind archery is something different. There's always those bad apples, but the dedication that it takes to be an archery hunter and be successful at it. Now, I haven't filled all my tags, but I filled quite a few tags on turkey and deer. Um, Nothing monstrous, right? But I've, I've filled tags, filled the freezer with my bow, the dedication that it takes to do that is on a whole different level than, than rifle hunting. Rifle hunting is a whole nother game. I won't go into that. I don't have time to do both. So I've decided to go all in on archery hunting. So that's the answer to that question as to why, why I'm so hooked on archery. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So I've got a question actually on Instagram right now. Did you shoot Mount Archery Fest with Brent? Um, no, Brent did not come up to Mountain Archery Fest, no. I had quite a few buddies that were up there, especially the First Form Outdoors guys. Um, they were up there, but Brent wasn't able to make it. He had something going on. I can't remember what was going on, but, um, yeah. I had Landon was was a buddy of mine that I got to shoot with up there and uh, a couple of other people that ended up showing up. But, yeah, yeah thanks for that question there, uh, Diamond Peak Outdoors. Okay. Let's see. Um, best weight workouts for chest and upper body. All right. So best weight workouts for chest and upper body. Okay. Well, I'm going to sign off Instagram here for a minute because you guys don't get the whole episode. You got to check it out tomorrow. All right. So best weight workouts for chest and upper body. Hmm. So, For chest and upper body, I like functional movement. Now, don't get me wrong. I like to bench. I like to to have fun with that, Um, and I like to build the chest out. But really, uh, functional movement, so chest and upper body, anything you can do on your feet. So uh, shoulder press, um, you know, with cables, if you want to do flies, but do them across your body, don't just go to the center line, but do actually all the way across so you can get the full flex of your your chest muscles, push-ups. Of course, incline, decline, push-ups, elevate your feet. Um, let's see, uh, and and upper body though, uh, for me is a lot of how the chest and shoulders work together. Um, so I do a lot of with a barbell and kettlebells or dumbbells, standing a lot of presses that way, uh, so that I can make sure that I'm engaging my core while I'm working on my upper body as well. Um, and even legs sometimes. So when you get into the heavier shoulder presses, you know, again, it depends on what you're trying to do. Some people will call it cheating. It just depends, again, on what kind of lifting you're trying to do. So for shoulder press with a barbell, once you get heavier, in my opinion, it's okay to use your legs, engage your legs and and bounce it up a little bit off your chest. And that allows you to engage your core. That allows you to engage, you know, your legs, which you should train legs some form or fashion every single day. Um, those are the kind of things that, that I would recommend for upper body. something that doesn't just, isn't just bodybuilding movements. Again, don't get me wrong. It's fun to, to bench and to max out every once in a while. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, but that's, that's definitely something that, that I would recommend there. Okay. Let's see. All right. Mental fortitude. Oh man, this is going to have to be a whole nother, whole nother podcast. I think. So you know what guys, this one's just gonna be a little bit longer than than normal. Uh staying positive in the backcountry or helping others stay positive. So I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to these questions for another podcast as well, but um quick fire here. Uh I would test your your the people that you're going hunting with, I would test them. I'd test yourself, obviously, but I'd also test them with maybe a longer backpacking trip, a rough backpacking trip, maybe preseason. Um, maybe you guys carry water up to a place that you're planning on, on camping at or hiking into um, if it's dry. And doing some, kind, some type of hiking, backpacking in heat, underweight, um, and, and for extended periods of time to see how people's attitudes deteriorate. Um, and then once you are actually in the situation, maybe you either didn't go out and test each other or um, you didn't test each other well enough, but staying positive in the back country is key. So finding games to play or funny things to bring up or making sure you have enough food. That's a, that's a big thing too. Um, sharing snacks, uh, sharing experiences, being positive as far as like, maybe we didn't see any animals this morning, but Hey, there's another Ridge over there. Let's get over there. I bet they're over there or having your stuff prepared even ahead of time can be a big deal. So having your maps downloaded on, on X, uh, things like that so that you've got your tools there. Um, all of those things are great for, for staying positive because you have backups to backups, right? So you've got plans. You've got things to accomplish rather than sitting there aimlessly thinking, man, what are we going to do next? So make sure you've got a plan A through Z. Um, if you're hunting, if you're backpacking, just make sure you've got enough food and water and uh, maybe some games to play around camp uh, when you get to camp at night uh, don't forget to stop and just enjoy being in nature. That's another big thing that people forget. I feel like, um, you're out there for a reason, uh, to enjoy it. Even if you don't, if you're hunting, if you don't tag out or if you're backpacking, don't get so caught up in the destination that you forget to look around you while you're backpacking, uh, mentally and physically prep for a trip. So from hunting perspective, shoot your bow year round. If you've got a rifle that you use, you know, break it out frequently, Um, make sure it's dialed in, make sure your, your ammo's right. Um, Make sure you've got the right boots, the right backpack, carry weight in that backpack, see how it's going to perform, you know, uh, up on the mountains, Uh, see how your boots are going to perform underweight, maybe your clothing systems, uh, whatever you're looking to do there, make sure your your filtration systems, your food. Test your food. That's another thing, too. Test your food before you go out in the mountains make sure it tastes good because the worst thing is, you know, coming home or getting to camp and realizing that your food sucks so you're not looking forward to eating when you get to camp. You don't really have something looking for, to look forward to once the sun's gone down. Um, physically, stay in shape. You know, work your cardiovascular system as much as you can uh, reasonably, right? So I recommend elliptical, stair stepper, Without holding on to the rails, the elliptical I love because you're moving your arms and your legs at the same time. The assault bike is another great one. Or if you're a runner, go for runs. Um, you know, if you, I recommend resistance training at least three times a week. I do it every single day, um, just to make sure I've got my muscles to where I want them. But stay in shape year round, and uh, and also mentally, just prepare yourself for failure. And I don't mean to prepare to fail, but like. What do you do when you fail? Think about that before you get out there, because it, you can be pretty miserable up there in the mountains, and then you fail by missing, uh, you know, the animal, whatever. You need to to make sure that you're you've got ways to work through that before you get up there, and you're hungry, you're thirsty, and then you just missed an animal. So that's what I would recommend mentally. Just you know, prepping, talking with your friends, whoever's going with you. If you're going solo. Prep yourself to go solo. Do some maybe one-night backpacking or one-night camping trips by yourself. Um, Be okay with being by yourself. Uh, Mental fortitude if you miss a shot. Okay, so uh, this is something that happened to me uh, this last year for elk hunting. I went right under the elk. Uh, I misjudged the yardage, and that was on me. But it was a clean miss, so I didn't injure the animal. So that helped for me. I'd rather have a clean miss than an injured animal because they're not suffering. Uh, that was just on me that I missed. So, um, you know, it, it it pissed me off and, and made me upset the rest of that night. But I didn't let it ruin the trip because I knew I had more days to be out in the elk woods finding elk. So for me, it wasn't, I don't know how to explain this. It, it, was, a bi- it was a big deal. I have a video of it. I watch it frequently. I remind myself that I failed. But I learned from it. What did I do wrong? Even though I felt like I had everything right, what did I do wrong so that I don't mess up again? So uh, if you miss a shot, the mental fortitude comes from just you yourself um, talking through that situation, realizing that, you know, either there was some circumstance out of your control or what can you learn from it to get better for next time? Um, You got to look at it that way. You can't just sit down and mope and whine and complain that you missed a shot. Okay. So those are all really good questions. I'm running up on uh, about 20 minutes here. So those are really good questions. I really appreciate those. I'm going to save these mental fortitude ones for another podcast as well. Um, I want to do dedicated just to mental fortitude. Uh, and maybe break that down a little bit more. So, thank you guys for all the questions. I really appreciate it. Again, go join me over at Redbeard's Fit Crew, and love to have you over there. I'm gonna do more live podcasting over there. Um, another thing, definitely go check out Kafaru First Form Outdoors, guys. If you need good beard oil, go check out Affect Beard. Um, definitely takes away the itch, treats your beard right. Make sure it's taken care of because I know for me, my beard's gonna last me a lot longer than the hair on top of my head. So. I'm definitely taking really good care of my beard. Uh, absolute aid. If you're looking for a CBD chewable, that's THC free. Um, it won't hit you on any drug tests or anything like that. I've had some people ask me about that. Um, it's clean and it's great to take the edge off, whether it be you need to calm down or there's another formula that I prefer that's relief on those after those heavy days of lifting or hard training, um, you need to take the edge off and you don't want to take ibuprofen or anything like that. You'd rather go a little bit more natural route I'd recommend the CBD from AbsoluteAid.com, um, and then of course, guys, go get stocked up on AlpenFuel, AlpenFuel.com. Their granola is the best out there, bar none. My favorites: the white cranberry, white chocolate cranberry, and then I love the chocolate uh, strawberry as well, and the caramel apple. Those are my top three. They have many flavors. They also sell Heather's Choice if you're looking for a meal outside of granola. And they sell Peak Refuel. So all of those you can order from alpenfuel.com and save some money by using the code down below. Uh, go check it out. And any of the codes down below, guys, I want to save you guys money. I want you guys to get good quality gear. Go enjoy getting outside. Uh, join me over at Redbeard's Fit Crew. Join me on this journey. And, of course, get out, live your life, and love it.